Yo, yo, what is good, high performers and camp believers? Welcome to another episode of the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. All right, I have a little bit of a story time today. <laughs> um, all right, so for all of our pod family, this last week I took a much needed break because I had myself uh, a little life moment. So, I wanted to do a real quick life update and also using past podcasts in context. All right, so without further ado, let's get it. Yo, what up? You've heard how every superhero has their origin story, right? Well, welcome to the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. I am your host, Desi Abeda. I'm a high-performance mentor, registered dietitian, and family man. Tune in as we explore the high-performance habits of high performers, their origin story, and how they went from disbelief to belief in their own hero's journey, where they got to a point and shouted, can't believe I made it. Enjoy the episode. All right. Okay, so... Uh... Last 14 days have, have been nuts. So let's go ahead and, and start with our story. Um, let's rewind about 10 days. So for those that have no idea what I'm about to say, it's okay. That's why this is story time. That's why this is a little bit of a life update. So this so two weeks ago, uh, I was in LA working and I had a, I had a phenomenal week. And, and you know what's really great too about just new opportunities? Obviously you're meeting new people. And one of the things that I was actually in LA for was there's a Latinx uh, subgroup that Red Bull has that I ended up taking part in. And for me, like it, it's actually really, it's been a really big life goal of mine to get to a point where not only am I back to my Spanish fluency, but I'm also surrounding myself with my culture because I mean, for anyone who's ever been, who has been rather working from home for the past three years, you know that any type of friendships or connection is is really healthy for you. And so I was super excited um, to do that, you know, not this past week, but the week before. So throughout the week, I ended up going to that meeting, felt really great, met some really uh, phenomenal people. And on that Friday, I was also supposed to onboard my first Red Bull athletes. And it was something that I was super excited for, something that I was prepping for. There's just a lot that was, it was just an exciting time. And so on morning of that Friday, so not this past Friday, but the, the, the week before that, I, and this, this happens to me all the time. Anytime that I have some sort of big talk or something that's important, I find that I wake up like every hour, uh, just really scared that I'm going to oversleep my, my alarm. Right. And so just like clockwork, same thing, ended up waking every hour and I was like, all right, no, it's one, no, it's two, it's three. You know, all right, Des, like, calm down. You're just nervous. That's okay. This happens all the time before a big talk. So uh, ended up actually getting a little bit of sleep, but then woke up at six. And when I woke up at six, my my body was like sore, like my my body temp was like high and low. And I was like, "What the hell, man?" So I'm I'm mind you, I'm still traveling, right? I'm I'm you know living out of a hotel. So I end up getting up, and I'm like, "Damn, this feels weird." So ended up going to a Walgreens that was open, ended up taking a test and then boom, you know, popped positive for COVID. 
And so this is actually the first time that I've had it over the past three years. And it honestly reminded me, it, it brought up a lot of feelings just because, I mean, I don't know how you all feel about it or how you did with it or any of you who have gotten COVID, but it was the first time for me. And I actually deserve it because like the night before, like all the, the people that I was talking with, like they were completely astonished that I had gone the last three years without getting it. And so I I, I kind of made the mention like, yeah, I feel like the Highlander, like I haven't gotten it yet here. Let me knock on wood. And then literally within 12 hours ended up, you know, popping positive. But it brought up a lot of things for me because for in a lot of ways, regardless of how you feel about the virus, regardless of how you feel, how things were handled. I think that we can all acknowledge that, especially during the height of the pandemic, and it's, you know, it's still going to to a large extent, you know, there's a lot of fear on our side. You know, we as a family decided to stay incredibly conservative. You know, I've already told this story that, you know, it's when business for me absolutely boomed because I had systems and things set in place. And so in a lot of ways, it was it was scary because I was like, damn, you know, we've gone this whole three years and now with the newborn at home. Like, you know, what's going to happen? But there was the other part of me, too, that was really happy because I was in L.A. for it. Right. I was at the hotel, ended up, um, you know, testing positive and then had to readjust my travel plans because I ended up having to, to quarantine in that same in that same hotel room. Uh, but the, the cool thing about a lot of it, too, was was merely that I didn't go home and, and give it to my family. And that that's probably one of the biggest things from the standpoint of gratitude that was like, damn, like, I'm so glad that I tested or I'm so glad that I was feeling symptoms before getting on the plane. Because again, I took the test around 6.30 AM. Like I was supposed to fly out after onboarding these athletes uh, around like 12.30. So obviously things got canceled. And as I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, like we've spent, cause we've had family members who have passed unfortunately because of it. And you know, there's, there's a huge part of me that was like, okay, you know, from the get go, I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, I, I take care of my body, I take care of my mental health, you know, I, I, I don't feel like this is going to do a whole lot to me. Right. And, and whether it's the variant, whether it's genetics, whatever that is, the first 24 hours were were tough. I mean, I didn't feel great. It was like a huge headache, you know, body temp was going high, it was going low. It was it was just really uncomfortable. And that's what I, I sort of chalked this up as like it was really discomforting um, and it was unfortunate. And and I think when I'm thinking about it, like those were the hard pieces. But the hardest piece to me was was being away. So I ended up quarantining for about five days, finally made it home uh, and finished out my my quarantine at my mom's. You know, thankfully, she had just had it. So she was like, hey, why don't you come over here and uh, you know, have a whole house to yourself and and finish this out and go home to your family. So, you know, I have been away uh, from my family for the last two weeks. And I think that's probably the hardest part. But the whole premise of why I even wanted to launch this podcast is uh, I want to say probably five season five or six, we talked about the five minute rule, right? And so if you're doing any like hard thing, the thing that I push a lot of my clients to do and what I talked about in that in that past pod was merely just, hey, if you have something hard that you need to do for yourself, focus in and be intentional about the first five minutes. It's very likely that that five minutes is going to turn into 10, 15, 20, and then beyond, whether it's a new exercise routine, whether it's a, it's a really big creativity or writing project that you have to tackle, 
whether it's getting a post out, if you're starting a business, there's just so much that that I think the, the five minute rule can that that you can apply that I think is really influential and, and really helpful when you're trying to tackle something big. And so I wanted to put that in context because after the first 24 hours, I sort of had this mindset of like, damn, like I'm actually being quarantined in this hotel room. Like I'm forced to take care of myself. Like this is what I have to do. And I don't know how any of you feel anytime that I get sick, I'm constantly in this mode and method of like self-improvement, whether I'm working on myself, helping others, or merely just talking about it. So sometimes when like an illness or something like that comes up for me, like I just shut the fuck down. And what I do, and it's it's probably not the best thing, but what I end up doing is like, I'll binge Netflix episodes that I've been avoiding because I have things to do. Um, I'll rarely eat just because like, you know, I'm not, I'm not really just like technically taking care of my body. Like I'm just like, oh my God. In a lot of ways, illness sometimes for me is just like, like a mental escape from all the things that I'm constantly doing. And so I find myself not actually taking care of myself in the way that I should and, and probably prolonging any sort of symptoms or how I'm going to feel. But this time around, it was really interesting because I was like, you know what, like we've spent the past three years uh, really trying to avoid this, uh, really not knowing what it's going to do to us. Because like I said, we've had family members, unfortunately, that have passed because of it. So like there was a part of me that was like, damn, I don't really know what this is going to do. I do know from the standpoint of coaching people through long COVID that one of the things that I was seeing across the board is that when their symptoms started to get worse is they stopped doing things. And so in my head, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and put my five minute rule in context. You know, let me spend the first five minutes of some, some healthy habits. And I, and I also started thinking about like, you know, obviously Joe Rogan, you know, took horse tranquilizers, like a bunch of other things. And I'm like, just joking. And I'm like, man, what if we just talked about merely habits and things of just merely taking care of yourself? So I focused in on at least five minutes of sunlight. Luckily I had a balcony. So that first day I focused in on like the first five minutes, like, let me go ahead and get sunlight. And so that five minutes ended up turning into 15. And I remember after that was done, I was like, damn, that felt really good just to be outside. It felt because I mean, I'm from Arizona, like I, the sun is an active part of anyone's life. Right. And so that was the first thing that I looked at. I was like, okay, let me go ahead and do that. And the second thing that I looked at was obviously my first thought was like, all right, breathing, you know, CO2 capacity, like, you know, oxygenating my brain, because in a lot of ways, what does happen for a lot of people is a lot of brain fog. And to be honest, like I had probably the first three days where brain fog was a really big thing. So I was like, all right, how can I get oxygen to my brain? All right, cool. Breath work. And so I started focusing on the first five minutes of any sort of breathwork exercise. And in a lot of ways, like even just with your breathwork practice, you, it doesn't need to be long. Like it can be one minute, it can be two, it can be three, you know? So for me, from a mindset perspective, focusing on the first five, like I didn't even really end up getting to five. I ended up getting to two or three, but it was a really cool experiment for me because it was also helping me to understand and acknowledging my current limitations, you know, having COVID, being in the first 48 hours of it. So that so that was the second thing that I did. The other thing that I did was I focused in on my overall protein intake because in my mind, I was like, okay, another thing that I've seen helping others through long COVID was that there was a lot of muscle atrophy. There was a, there was a lot of times that people were losing some unintended amount of weight. And like, how can I make sure that I don't do that? So not only did I keep my calories up, 
and I didn't count calories, right? I just listened to my, I listened to my body, which to me, like I said, being sick, like was a very new thing. And so I, I prioritized my protein. I prioritized uh, adequate calories. And then I also just prioritized color on the plate, right? Trying to make sure to, to the best of my ability, because things were getting ordered in, I tried to make sure that I had that balanced plate model, right? And so, you know, anything that you're eating has protein, anything that you're eating has some sort of healthy fat, anything that you're eating has carbohydrates and then color on your plate. Like that's, that's the balanced plate model. So I, I really try to prioritize those things. And on top of that, again, first five minutes of like, all right, what does hydration look like? And so I was really, really active on not only hydrating properly, but also adding in electrolytes, right? And making sure that I'm getting that because at the time, I'm sweating a ton. And for those that don't know, when you sweat, you sweat out your electrolytes. So you need to replenish those. That's why from a sports and performance perspective that, you know, regardless of the climate, like if you're doing any sort of activity, you want to rehydrate, right? And that's a big reason why, why you're supposed to do that. So I ended up prioritizing that. And then on top of that, I would do a quick breathwork exercise and then, you know, fall asleep. And so from a habit standpoint, those are the things that I did. And you know what? Like, again, I'm fully vaccinated. I got, I've gotten all the boosters that I've needed to get up to this point. Um, it's, it's very likely that this is something that uh, is a result of actually getting yourself vaccinated and, and doing everything that you need to. But, and it also could be the variant. It could be my body, whatever that is. But what I, what was really special about the experience was that again, I was forced to take care of myself. And the thing that I want to push you all to be thinking about, you know, for any of us who have ever had to be in that, in any sort of quarantine, you know, you're, you're, you're alone there with your thoughts, right? And one of the things that really came up for me was, you know, intentionality around doing really hard things because I, I, I didn't want to take care of myself because like it didn't feel great. But at the same time, I also understood that if I didn't take care of myself exponentially, things probably would have gotten worse. And I didn't want that to happen for myself, for my family or even just for, for my work. And so me being intentional about some of those things was really helpful because in my mind, I was like, I don't need to, you know, do what I was doing beforehand. Like my fitness level doesn't need to be exactly where it was, but I can be intentional about at least the first five minutes of some type of movement. So I caught myself doing at least five minutes of just some mobility work, some thoracic work. And each day that, that it happened. And the other thing that I did too, was like, I, you know, I exercised my brain. Like I still did some work because I was like, that's another thing that I'm finding too, helping people through long COVID was like they, when they stopped doing things, a lot of the brain fog set in. So each day, like the, the first five minutes of doing those things were extremely helpful that I felt probably back to about 90 to 95% within the first three to four days, which was actually really empowering because again, we stayed really conservative throughout this. And in a lot of ways, like it was a fearful thing. Cause like I said, we've had people who, who unfortunately passed because of it in our, in our lives and in our family. So it was just a, it was just a really crazy experience. So even just now recording, this, this is the first time that I'm home. First time I'm able to see my family. Like that was probably the hardest thing about all of this, but what was really empowering, the bigger message that I want to get across to you today is one, make sure that you're doing all that you need to, to keep yourself safe. Like that's just, that, that goes without saying. And two, if you do have something that is really hard or you're trying to navigate a certain lifestyle 
a certain habit or certain ritual, like you're just you're just trying to up level yourself in some ways, focus in on the first five minutes of that thing. Because you'll you'll be surprised because if you are intentional about the first five minutes, it's very likely that, like I said, that five minutes is going to turn into 10 and 15 or whatever you need it to. But if you're focusing on the first five minutes of something that's hard, it is going to help you continue within that realm of consistency. Because in a lot of ways, I think a lot of us get really lost in doing this in a high level way because we get lost in the perfectionism of like, well, this has to be amazing. Regardless of whether this is a habit from the standpoint of your physiology, regardless of whether this is a ritual from the standpoint of really trying to hone in on your mental health journey, or if this is you in work, in relationships, starting a business, continuing a, scaling a business, like whatever that is, if there is something that's really hard that you've been avoiding, focus in on the first five minutes. Because for me, as I look back in the last two weeks, I'm so glad that I'm, I'm back to 100%. I'm so glad that you know, hopefully I was able to keep everyone around me safe. Um, I didn't come home with it. You know, there, there, there's just a lot that I'm really thankful for. So as I'm looking forward in the pod, it's it, it was it was really validating to be able to experience what I did, to be able to be good, to be safe and to come back and be like, first thing that I want that I want to do is like, oh, my God, I got to share this with our podcast family. I got to share the objective and the clarity behind, hey, if you're doing something that's really hard and you're either being forced to do it or you know that you have to do that next hard thing, the first thing that we should do is just focus on the first five minutes. And for me, it was a really powerful tool because it put a lot of what we've talked about on other subsequent pods into context. Like it, it kind of like, you know, shut up and put your money where your mouth is type of thing. And so for me, I felt like it was a huge success. And it's something that I'm going to take into anything that I'm doing now is like, okay, if, if I'm constantly pushing people to be thinking about focusing on the first five minutes of doing something that is extremely difficult, like I need to do that too. And so I just want to do a quick life update. Sorry that we took a week off the pod. Um, I was just recognizing my own limitations. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get better in that way too. All right. So all that being said, uh, this is getting released on Labor Day. So if you're listening to this on Labor Day, I hope that you're getting a, a some time to just refocus in, to reset, whatever you need. If you're not listening to this on Labor Day and you're just listening on, on a random day, um, here's another reminder too: take the time that you need. Be intentional about the things that you need to do. And if it's something that you're avoiding or something that's really hard, focus in on the first five minutes. I, I try to I try to be a breathing example to things that I'm talking or really pushing you all to do and what I do. So I just figured that I would share. And uh, like I said, I'm glad I'm good. I hope you all are good, too. I love you all. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.